0: Hi, welcome to "Dessert for Breakfast, the show where we watch the last episode of a series and review it with someone who's never seen it before. I'm Mike Dorval and I've seen some of X-Files.
1: I'm Melanie Germain,
2: and I have seen none of the X-Files. And I'm special guest star Danielle Lee. I've seen every episode of the X-Files, plus the two movies and the extra two seasons that were added on later. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like a whole separate thing that happens after the show ends. I'm... Kind of ignoring it for
2: the sake of this podcast.
1: Oh, okay, great. Um, Danielle Lee, how do
2: like we know each other? So I am, well, I would say that your cousin, whose name is also Danielle, is my best friend, like one of my oldest friends. And we met through her doing various family related things involving delicious foods. Yeah. And plus camping one time. Yeah, camping was really fun.
1: Honorary cousin. That's your basically your Danielle Lee, my cousin. Basically.
2: Basically, basically. Um, so random things about myself. <laughs> Danielle Lee, who are you? <laughs> I'm a registered nurse, which every time I say that sounds way more grown up than I feel ever. Yay. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, it's fun being a nurse during a pandemic. Yeah, oh. I can imagine yeah. that's a whole thing. Yeah. But also, I love television, so that helps me forget about real world things.
0: What, what about David Duchovny?
1: Is his name David Duchovny? I mean... I say Duchovny Duchovny or Duchovny
0: what (laughs) you just said the same thing twice
1: (laughs) no Duchovny or Duchovny because that's what you said
0: Duchovny Duchovny oh yeah I guess it is different I don't know (laughs) I don't know let's ask her expert Danielle Lee
2: yeah (laughs) um I want to say it's Duchovny, who also randomly I have seen in concert. It's no, he has a band. It's no good.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh, what kind of band is it?
2: Um, So he is the lead vocalist. And I don't like I don't know if he writes the songs, but it basically felt like he was singing and all the people in his band were like 20 years old. Oh, okay. Also... I went with Melanie's cousin and um, we got shushed by an older man (laughs) when we were laughing because it was hilarious. Oh, wow. (laughs) Just like a shh. Hey, respect David Duchovny.
0: (laughs) It's so weird to be shifted at any kind of entertainment event. Really, I mean,
2: it's also just like, I'm sorry, who is going to this to actually experience the music? Like, was this the dad of one of the kids in the band? Like, actually, that's the only thing that made sense.
0: Was this in Vancouver?
2: It was in Vancouver. It was when they were back here to film one of the added on seasons
0: oh interesting was the original seasons filmed here as well yes the first
2: um four or five seasons
0: okay so not the episodes we're watching today
2: nope
0: okay because it was too rainy and Duchovny hated it oh (laughs) I guess we should point out that we are watching two episodes today the the two part finale yeah because
2: otherwise it will just be even more messy great awesome mike
1: so you've seen some of the show before
0: okay so here's what i know about the x files i believe i tried to binge it on netflix and i got distracted i probably got like i don't think i got a full season through but as a kid i was weirdly fascinated by the show but it also scared me so i didn't actually watch it but i read about it in disney adventures which is a little like kid magazine that always had articles about the X Files for some reason.
2: That's so random. <laughs> that's, oh yeah, God, that's, that's so, so random. So cute.
0: And I know like weird tidbits like uh there I remember reading an article about the fact that that Mulder died and it was like not it was like near the beginning of the series. So clearly he didn't. But like I guess he had died as like some sort of season cliffhanger or something. So that was interesting. How about you, Melanie? Uh
1: the only thing that I know about the X-Files is one from that episode of reboot where the X-File characters kind of like show up there and there's like this really weird murder thing. Basically it really informed me on like, how stylistic the the x-files are and then how like weird and strange and then two from the simpsons episode where they they show up (laughs) and mr burns is like an alien man and i
0: remember that episode (laughs) i love that episode
1: (laughs) they have homer like running on a treadmill and she's like what is this for and he's like i just thought he could lose some weight (laughs) (laughs) the jiggling is almost hypnotic yeah the jiggling oh gosh so funny um yeah, no, that's that's about all I know about X-Files, though.
0: All right, well, we're going to watch the final two episodes of the X-Files. If you want to watch along at home, it's available to stream on Prime Video in Canada. Uh, we'll be right back.
2: Are you awake? Becky? Are you awake? Oh, what? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm awake, In fact, I'm co-host of Are You Awake? The Slumber Party Podcast. How about you, Christina? Well, I'm also a co-host of Are You Awake? The Slumber Party Podcast. Wow. We really pulled that together. We did, didn't we?
1: On Are You Awake? We discuss things you would only talk about super late at night, like diet culture, the
2: pressure to have kids, and pooping. If you have a passion for comfort, comedy, social justice and self-care, then this is the podcast for you. So go ahead and subscribe
1: on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify or wherever you love to listen. And bring your
0: PJs. Let's get cozy. Right, well we're back after watching these two episodes uh Natalie, why don't you take us through it
1: uh okay <laughs> uh okay i i'm really confused by like that last scene
0: oh yeah no i don't know what was going on there. i don't yeah. know
1: it's like still in my system and i'm just like what the let's get into because that's like the ending so i'm just trying to remember what happened in because we watched two episodes right so yeah uh i remember it starts there's a helicopter uh they end up at the stargate facility stargate sg1 facility (laughs) is it the same place
2: I I don't think it's supposed to be the same place, but I definitely see why you I I definitely see why you thought that. Like Stargate
1: SG-1 was definitely filmed at that location, right? No,
2: because Stargate SG-1 was actually filmed here. Oh. And these seasons of The X-Files were filmed in California.
1: Ah, well then fuck me. I'm a big old liar. I'm
0: surprised that you were able to to fact check her like from memory like that. You're like, actually, no. Yeah. (laughs) Are you also a Stargate SG-1 fan?
2: Okay, so uh, I have I I did I did dabble in the Stargate for a little bit. Um I actually had a high school um classmate whose dad was Richard Dean Anderson's stunt double in that show and the stunt coordinator <laughs> um, for that show. Nice. Um, and she was in an episode of Stargate and her younger sister was actually in an episode of The X-Files. Oh shit. Wow. Okay. So you're
0: like You're a big deal.
2: And also
1: you're no. very professional to to be able to fact check me. So I mean I just spew
2: nonsense and then people <laughs> call me out on voicemails. So um <laughs> I, I, I also feel like I broke your show by giving you a clip show that summarized the show while also not really summarizing the show
1: yes no i'm actually i'm i'm so glad that we watched that first episode because if we didn't i'd be like i don't know anything that's going on um yeah no i'm glad i'm glad we did that i'm glad we took the time to watch the last two uh so Mulder shows up and he's running into this facility I did not know why. I did not know what brought him there. He sneaks around and he finds like a computer the computer decryption mentions something about an alien invasion and then it cuts away to his face and he just looks and his eyes go wide. And I'm like, Oh, he knows something. I wonder if we'll ever get to know what he knows about kind of, but not really. I don't know (laughs) there. He's going through a lot of doors. There's some, I wrote down key card action. Um, There's a Adam Baldwin from angel fame loved him by the way. I love him in, in almost everything that he's in. He looks really good in a military outfit. Um super badass and and just and always the bad guy and uh he was great. There's a guy I don't even know what my notes mean anymore because they we I watched this so long ago. It says guy was dead others? What others? Okay. Oh that's Yeah. <laughs> that's the ghost guy who was the ghost guy what was going
2: on there no i want you to guess who the ghost guy was that's no because because mike because mike looks like he he kind of knows something
0: i i was just gonna say that there's this moment uh, where Mulder turns him and says, "No, you're dead," which is like the worst <laughs> acting in this entire two episode sequence. Like it was so like he said it in the most bizarre way,
1: and like I don't
0: necessarily think that David Duchovny is a bad
1: actor. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say that he's a bad actor either, but like his delivery on a lot of lines. Are just really weird. <laughs> yeah. Very weird. Especially like when he's doing monologues. But yeah, I totally remember that though, when <laughs> when he said, No, you're dead.
0: <laughs> I think that in a in a general sense, I'm kind of not sure why Mulder is talking to dead people. I couldn't really figure out if it was that he could see dead people or that he's crazy or that they're some sort of alien form of dead people. I couldn't really figure that out.
1: Were they all dead? is that the is that the thing
0: I I mean they have, like there's he was taking a piss this is like a jump way ahead he's taking a piss and then there's the three guys there I thought they were there yeah but then but then he turned around and they're gone so then
1: I thought that they were creeps who lived in the desert like well then why
0: would they be gone like what are they gonna do like disappear in the desert
1: I thought that they hid I thought I thought they oh. hid <laughs> <laughs> I like, you shut up i'm being serious i was like well, what about what about, what about when he's in
0: the courtroom and then someone puts a hand on his or a hand on his shoulder and then he turns around their gut gr- like and then no one saw the guy with I, it.
1: I totally thought that he was a ghost and i thought that the other guy in the facility was a ghost but when it came to those three people in the woods i was like they kind of look like creeps maybe they just live there
0: <laughs> i do actually know who those three people are because I do know that they had a spin-off show and that in that spin-off show there's a thing where there's an episode where a I want to say a plane crashes into the World Trade Center before 9/11. Oh,
2: right, yeah. Oh. Yeah.
0: So like it was like that show predicted 9/11.
1: Oh. That's
0: Yeah, I know this is a total tangent. I'm sorry about that, but No, no,
1: I love it. I will we will <laughs> what
2: was that
0: do you want do you want to evaluate on this spin? have you seen the show or the, I, the show i'm talking about so
2: um the lone gunman that's who those three yes, guys are thank you
0: yeah
2: um they did briefly have a spin-off which uh didn't really do very well but yes that is true i do vaguely remember that thing about uh about that episode that i'm pretty sure they like then stopped airing but it didn't really matter because that show got canceled right okay how many ghosts do you think there were in this episode?
1: Now that I've been told that those creeps in the in the <laughs> desert were definitely ghosts, I'm gonna say five.
0: I didn't have any inside information that they were ghosts. Are they ghosts? I don't know if they're all I assume they're ghosts. Space ghosts? Space ghosts aliens.
2: Um yeah, so there were there were five people who showed up in this who were dead. I don't know that we can really call them ghosts. But also, they don't explain why Mulder can see them, like, at all. Oh, great. It, it just seems to happen in this episode, and it makes no sense.
0: Oh, just in this episode. Like, it wasn't a I'm thing before pretty now. pretty sure.
2: No, no, no. No, no, no. This just happens in this episode. This episode <laughs> is just, like, actually just bananas. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, the lone gunman. Um, did you have any idea who the other two guys might have been?
0: There was a moment they were talking about someone, and then I tied it back to the guy who I thought was dead.
2: The guy who got his
1: arm cut off. Yes.
0: Oh, like.
1: Point for Melanie. Oh. Yeah, well done.
0: What, why did he get his arm cut off?
1: Because there was a chip implanted in it.
0: Oh, for, by Russians?
2: The Russians cut off his arm? So that's Alex Krejcik, who briefly was Mulder's partner. Um, When Scully, like this is like back in season two stuff when Krejcik shows up. So he seems like, oh, he's like a new guy who's going to team up with Mulder. And he also believes stuff. So yay buddies. And then obviously he is kind of also a spy, but more of a spy. And then he betrays Mulder. And then like they end up in Russia and then they learn more about the black oil stuff. And then they figure out that whole thing with like the smallpox vaccinations which are tracking you um and they like took DNA samples from people and the way that they track you is through that smallpox vaccination so there was like that other sect of like these secret Russians in the woods who cut their arms off so that they couldn't be tracked and then they cut his arm off so yes you were right it was Russians who cut Krychek's arm off but also Krychek is dead he was actually killed by Doggett in like season eight I want to say
1: so he's not necessarily Mulder's ally
0: um who's Doggett
2: Doggett is um T-1000
0: okay T-1000 okay yeah yeah
2: okay see so that'll yeah <laughs> everyone's <laughs> getting code names guys yeah
0: yeah <laughs> everything
2: well it just it makes more sense if I just
0: you know it's true yeah T-1000 aka the cop from Terminator 2
2: yeah and then the other guy who showed up in Mulder's cell The only part of his name that we know is either X or Mr. X, depending on what thing you listen to. And he was one of Mulder's, like, informants... Who also died like many, many, many seasons ago.
1: Okay, but the CryChek guy. Yeah. You said that T one thousand killed that guy. Yeah. But he is an FBI agent who sides with Mulder. So does that mean Crychek? No, he he betrayed Mulder.
2: Like they weren't. They pretended to be buddies. They weren't buddies.
1: Okay. Why is he helping him as a ghost then?
2: Yeah, that doesn't. Oh, he's just like whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a ghost now. Might as well. They threw the ghost thing in there that really are probably more Mulder's hallucinations and or Mulder's own things I don't know right
1: okay so gosh after after um, that cry chick guy happens and we get the infamous no you're dead adam baldwin catches up with Mulder and cat and and grabs him and i was like get him um but then he falls and like hits like a zapper thingy and like (laughs) burns up to a crisp yeah
0: very comedic looking
1: oh it was it was really funny actually yeah (laughs) um but the intro i completely forgot what the intro was but as soon as i heard the music i was like oh this is the x-files uh yeah no very iconic it must be everywhere that song
0: I also wanted to say that in general I was very impressed with the score throughout. Like I really loved like the sort of riffs on the intro. I I loved the um uh, I don't I don't know what what the instrument setup was, but it 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 had a really good like tension whenever like um there was like a moment when when he was when they revealed that one of the characters was an alien and then the way that the the score sort of played that up was really fun. So like I I just I just love the score.
1: Did you like it even at the very end? when they're in bed together and then it's like a really slow version of the theme song because I died and I thought it was
2: really dumb (laughs) yeah because we we both were laughing very hard at that moment (laughs) and again I love this show but you know uh
1: um yeah so after the theme there's the there's the heat Mulders in a cell some guy keeps coming in yelling no sleeping uh and and what are you thinking wrong answer and just that over and over and over and over again uh don't know how long they had him it looks like they had him for a really long time because he gets a
0: mm-hmm.
1: l- brainwashed or whatever just say it he got tortured
0: pretty uh <laughs> g-rated torture
1: yeah yeah and then finally we get dana scully jillian anderson who yep. i wrote in my notes sometime later has aged like a fine wine she's looking great
0: i just saw her in the crown
2: well i mean that's i wouldn't say that she's hot <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> uh.
1: is that your type with the big hair that's the... <laughs> why i was
0: confused why you said she aged great it's because i just saw her in the crown like she looks old to me i don't know <laughs> I mean, she's supposed
2: to look old and not as attractive as she is in real life. And Melanie is crying.
1: (laughs) Why would you think that I'm talking about her in the crowd?
0: Well, I was confused because isn't this like the 90s? Like that this, this episode came out?
1: I've I've never seen Jillian Anderson this young.
0: I see. Okay.
1: So I was like, oh, she looks great here, but guess what? I think she looks better now. The crown look excluded.
0: I was like, she looks so good. It's probably because it was 20 years ago.
1: Okay, okay 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 listen <laughs> um i immediately started questioning their relationship uh i was like are they entangled are they lovers are they simply partners is this just a partnership you know like that question was answered for me eventually question though like an actual question for danielle lee when Mulder was co- going into that facility, was he just looking for that computer? Like, was he looking for that proof?
2: The overarching thing is Mulder wants to know the truth about what's going on. Yeah, he's kind of a dick about it. Yeah, um, he likes to do... I, again, you saw that episode of The Simpsons. Um, he does like to do those speeches that go on for a while where it's just him talking. Yeah. And once you've noticed that, then they're all really funny. Um, <laughs>
0: i thought it was rather good though the speech at the end of i i know we're jumping again but uh no no, that's fine yeah this the the speech at the end of uh of i want to say or in midway through the second episode i guess that we watched oh yeah
1: like after his trial yeah
0: yeah yeah, this is a solid speech i i have in my notes good speech
2: yeah that was a very solid Mulder speech
0: yeah
1: yeah but then then it's the last speech later on and i'm like his lines are really stupid this is this is really dumb it was really funny it was it was nice to watch like on video with you danielle lee because when i was laughing i saw that you were laughing too and i was like oh great i'm not an asshole (laughs) (laughs) um cool so proof of the alien he just wanted to know that there was proof of an alien invasion and then keep it to himself brainwashing's bad the ghost man uh the super soldier thing was really confusing mm-hmm. for a while um everyone was saying super soldiers so i kind of just assumed that everybody in the world knew that super soldiers were around but then it turns
2: out that they're aliens yeah how long is Ad- uh, adam baldwin in the show i don't know if he's actually in eight and nine or just nine he's not in it before oh okay he probably had prior commitments he's a big deal so
1: uh, then it's revealed the, well, not revealed, everybody knew except for me, I guess, the romance, because uh, Agent Mulder kisses Scully, and then he says that it was all an act, because he's a big, strong man. <laughs> <laughs> there is a plan, which I don't really know what he, like Mulder's plan was, because he kept mentioning, I have a plan, it's all good, I'm not going to give you an information, but I have a plan.
0: Well, it's it's pretty clear that he didn't have a plan.
1: Then why did he keep saying it?
0: I yeah. Well, like like uh, well, as far as the information that we got in this episode, it didn't. He didn't appear to have a plan, unless his plan was to fail the trial and then do a Mulder speech and know that that Mulder speech was going to work. <laughs> <laughs> that was basically his plan. Yeah. He, yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, the thing is, though, in a way, it did because it convinced the Grey's Anatomy guy to help him escape.
0: No, I, I'm not, I'm saying that was his plan. I'm not saying it's a good plan. It's, <laughs> it's it just happens to have worked. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Maybe he knew all along. It's like, I'm just, you can do this trial, this charade, as we said, uh, but I'm going to do this speech at the end, and then everyone's going to save me anyways. Yeah, I'm going to
0: do, turn on my David Duchovny persuasion, and...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Roll with advantage. Yeah. Um, Okay, so can I just say that all the, I really appreciated all of the information that the trial gave me i'm not going to go through all of it because it's a lot (laughs) yeah but can i just say that that trial was really stupid because neither side (laughs) neither side had any evidence whatsoever to provide it was just everybody's saying things at each other and be like well why should i believe you it's like why should i believe you like what are you talking about they called it military court of law basically meaning I could do whatever the fuck I want.
0: Yeah, basically. Like, it's like, whatever is convenient for the plot, that's what we're doing.
1: Yeah. And
0: having said that, I, I ate that trial up. I loved it so much. And I, <laughs> I just love weird courtroom drama stuff. And I was just like, this is so stupid. I love it. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of different uh, people that they talk to in the courtroom. And I want to highlight a couple.
1: Yeah, go for it.
0: There was one moment where he brings out a psychic kid. And then he's like, this kid is psychic. And then that kid's like, that guy's an alien. And that was the entire testimony. (laughs) (laughs) There was no other (laughs) testimony that came out of that kid.
1: I thought that he was going to be like, you're thinking about this right now. You're thinking about, like, proving that he could do it's alien.
0: Boom. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Mic drop.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's like, what was it? What was the plan? What was he going to ask? It's like, I guess, I guess the idea is that they threw him out after Mulder freaked out i don't know
1: yeah also is is malder like supposed to be unhinged because as soon as he said that person's an alien he freaked out does he not know how to keep it in check like oh shit that person's an alien but i'm gonna play it cool so that no like things don't escalate yeah Mulder's not
2: he's not really good at playing it cool about things Okay.
0: Cool. yeah i mean based on my memory of the few episodes I saw of the first season that was kind of his like thing like like he was just like he was the crazy person because he's the X-Files guy of course he's the crazy person right right but there's like oh wait maybe he's not crazy but like it was the maybe he's not he still needs to like start at that level
1: <laughs> right well okay well basically at seven twelve a.m Scully shows up in the room with uh, Mulder and starts asking him all of these questions, like, tell me the truth, tell me all this. And the entire time, I was convinced that it was not her, that it was a mm. trap, that she was a spy, that she, this was this was one of the aliens, and she was, like, trying to get his, her mitts on information or whatever, on what he knew. Turns out it was just her. Yeah, I said, it's not her, it's not her, it's not her. And then it was her, so... <laughs>
0: I was kind of surprised to find out that the aliens were all viruses. I mean, like, I think it makes sense from a budget perspective of like, you just have human actors. So that just makes that way more straightforward. But I guess technically a virus is alien. It's just, it's it's not quite what I would define as it, like, like, an like, it's more of a parasite, right? Like, they never use the word parasite. I feel like that's more what that is.
2: Wait, is that true? That the- It gets really messy in the context of the show because there are- also aliens in the traditional sense of aliens okay um and then the wacky things that happened in the first movie where um so what it used to be was the black oil which was that contained the alien virus would act more like a parasite but it would like take over your body and like be able to use you and then be able to move from person to person and then what kind of went sideways in the first movie is that it actually then use the human host to actually incubate an alien that would rip itself out of the host and kill the host like aliens
0: I mean that still sounds like a parasite
1: yeah but are you saying a baby is a parasite Mike I mean I mean
2: they are are, they are that's what (laughs) they are though that's it's it's science yeah trust me I'm about as much of a scientist as Dana Scully is um (laughs) I mean, (laughs) sure, I didn't go to medical school, so I'm not a medical doctor, but she didn't really do her residency, so she's also not really a real doctor. She just graduated medical school and Mm. then went into the FBI and the timeline doesn't add up it's fine Um, (laughs) so yeah like the whole alien thing basically gets like really convoluted yeah because then there's like the shape-shifting ones and then like the alien bounty hunter and then like the aliens that have no faces so that they can't get infected by the black oil and then like the whole super soldier thing comes like after that
1: yeah, I didn't get that face thing.
2: Yeah, it's because they didn't really explain that because that's like... <laughs> oh,
0: cool, they're just so like, yeah, much. they
1: don't have faces so that they can't get infected by this. Wait, what?
0: Yeah. So wait, was that why that one guy's face was weird? Because he was trying to... He either Was he affected by an alien or was he...
1: Wait, which guy?
2: This... Mulder's half-brother.
0: Oh, yeah, Mulder's half-brother. Thank you, yes.
2: No, he he got shot and then, like, burned in a fire.
0: Oh, okay. So it's just normal damage. Yeah,
2: he's a burn victim. Um, um and that's why he was also wearing that terrible wig (laughs) it was a terrible wig it was not a good wig
0: yeah i i kind of like the whole military court of law like unfairness feeling of it i thought it was i mean like it was frustrating but it was also kind of hilarious and and neat to be like you know what this is a sham trial anyway so let's just have fun with it, sort of thing more from like i guess a meta perspective um it was pretty neat
1: I guess so but like for me it worked out really well because it gave me a lot of a lot of information to process so that I understand more about the show but for everybody else who's seen the show already it's just like what is this for it was kind of pointless
0: <laughs> that's true it it, it is it, it is it feels like it's specifically tailored for dessert before breakfast and not necessarily for an X-Files fan but let's ask our resident X-Files fan here
2: oh yeah Um, this episode got, like, well, this finale got very mixed reviews. Um, Uh I remember taping it. I remember, I mean, like, I wasn't old when I watched this. And it definitely was one of those things where they knew that their ratings had dropped off and this became like an event and like we're ending the X-Files Mulder is back. And so they, it felt like they were trying to get people to watch it who maybe hadn't watched for a couple seasons. Cause that was one of the things is mm. um, David Duchovny, tried to leave after season seven, but like was kind of in season eight a bit. And then he kind of left again. And then now he was back for these final two episodes. I see, gotcha. okay. And it definitely, I think, made few people happy with the whole like for people who hadn't seen it they're trying to get you caught up but for people who've seen it they're like this is terrible why are we watching this yeah and the fact that this episode as much as yes this was like one of the arc like they're trying to close the arc that there've been many arcs throughout this series um it's it isn't really like most other episodes of the X-Files. Right, right. Like most of the things that people like about the X-Files weren't really in this episode, except for maybe like fleeting moments.
1: Wait, so you're saying that the X-Files is not a courtroom drama? (laughs) It is not a courtroom drama. I can guarantee
0: that I don't know. I would
1: not have guessed it. I don't (laughs) know. Well, shit.
0: I was just hoping that there was going to be way more courtroom shenanigans in this entire show. But... Yeah. So that's that's really interesting to me the the whole concept of Mulder being coming back for this episode. It it does explain what you said earlier about how this ghost thing is is a relatively new thing like that presumably happened off-screen between his last appearance and now.
2: Honestly, I feel like it's more just something that manifested from his stress in that situation. Okay. Mm. And his his conflict about what he learned about the truth and what he like doesn't want to believe about it and doesn't know what to do with that information Mm -hmm. right and that basically with all this stuff that's happening and he's just like "Uh, this is terrible but like I can't do anything and then now this trial and all this crap Um, he he just like I think that that was just like something in his brain that was I don't know like a protective mechanism to help guide him and like help him answer questions he didn't know how to answer right but also I don't know I'm pretty sure that only came up with this and it makes no sense right right right.
0: and and it was not mentioned since
1: yeah I I like that interpretation of things because I mean what's the other option really but Okay, so when Scully testified, she mentioned that she was spying on Mulder? Or is it the other way around? Maybe I'm confusing their names. I don't know anymore.
0: Scalder and, and Molly? Scalder
2: <laughs> and Molly. Um, That's a callback to, like, literally the pilot episode. Oh, okay. shit. Okay. In that Scully was hired as, a, like, a doctor and a scientist um, who could literally just debunk... The X Files. Gotcha. So she was sent to be like, no, this is all bullshit, and like just kind of keep Mulder from actually learning anything and keep him in the dark by people who were part of this conspiracy Mm -hmm. but obviously then like stuff happens and like bonding and like crazy things and as much as for most of the series scully doesn't believe things then like too much stuff happens and then she kind of believes things right and then she falls in love with him yes
1: okay cool awesome great i was just confused (sighs) about that because i was like what wait what i thought she was his Leather. That came much later. Right. And then the whole, the sister thing was actually very upsetting. Yes. The fact that his like dad gave away his sister. And then what I, I didn't quite get to that though. She's, she was like taken and then she was put back and then she was taken again and like, cloned and then like
2: it's, oh my god no it like honestly it's so convoluted and there's so many episodes that deal <laughs> like there's so many arcs with his sister that oh i would have to spend a crazy amount of time to explain the whole sister Your thing <laughs>
1: okay well um, long story short
2: making a deal with the aliens to try to protect them from invasion everyone who was in the syndicate which was that secret shadow um government um had to give up someone right and so um, Mulder's dad who was not his biological dad but he finds that out later um, does end up giving up his sister because they their hope was that Mulder would grow up to figure out the truth
1: is that why he's so paranoid about things it's because his dad was part of it and he was like you're gonna find out about these aliens son he was paranoid before he found out his dad was part of it oh he's paranoid because he saw his sister get abducted yes so he knew that aliens
2: were 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 real and that's also why he was seeking the truth right because he saw his sister get abducted right i don't know if i like him kind of a dick (laughs) (laughs) I mean, based on this, that's a fair assessment.
0: You, you mean Scalder? Scalder? <laughs> Mulder?
2: Yeah.
1: Fox. I don't know. I really dislike the the martyrdom of him. Like, I know the truth, but I'm not going to tell anybody the truth. But I also already know, but then now I'm going to go somewhere else to get the truth truth. And then the truth, truth was like, not that big a deal. And in my mind, there's like, oh, they're going to come on December 22nd, 2012. And I'm just like, what a fucking joke. We're living 2020 and it's a shit show.
2: Like, oh, <laughs> oh. it's especially laughable now. Like, obviously yeah. living through this year, but trying to remember that this came out in 2002.
0: Yeah. Also,
1: yeah. am I correct in saying that Jillian Anderson and David Duchovny
2: had like a fight was there like a rift there yes so at one point yeah at one point they couldn't stand each other now they're best friends like now they're really good friends
0: oh that's that's really good yeah
2: there was a lot of tension Mm -hmm. at certain points of the show um like in in the filming of the show where they really didn't get along and then there was the stuff about how like it was filming here and it rained all the time and David Duchovny was married to Ta Leone at the time and like and they had like kids and she was in LA so he wanted the show to move back there and then he left the show anyway mm. gotcha
1: mm. well I'm glad that they like made amends uh like what it what were you what was your impression of Doggett and Reyes T one thousand and Reyes, yeah, and not Scully, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and not Scully,
0: <laughs> yeah. T one thousand, he asked him that question, is like, do you believe in this stuff? And then they cut away. I was like, well, okay, well, that was a shitty ass testimony, then.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know why he wanted to testify if he like didn't really believe.
0: Yeah, it's also a sham trial anyway. Wouldn't he just lie and be like, oh yeah, hell yeah, aliens, man, <laughs> fuck,
2: <laughs> just like. <laughs> <laughs> but he was a military man. He cannot lie. I mean, I guess. Because military yep. and service and stuff. That was real garbage. I really liked Reyes, not
1: Scully. I thought she was cool. Um, I like how she yelled at those people. <laughs> 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 I was like, she knows it's a sham trial and she's doing something about it. Unlike that other guy who like just sat there. He could have lied. But anyways, great. Okay. I just wanted to get your your opinion on that.
0: Yeah. So we like let's let's jump past the trial. We have uh so then they go and break him out.
1: Yeah, cuz it's a sham yep. sham trial, so might as well, I guess. Yeah. I I came to notice that they don't really care about details of stuff, like how did they get the a key that opens all the doors to this facility yeah don't worry about it yeah don't worry about it totally fine it's fine totally fine (laughs) just walk out just just go in and walk out of this military (laughs) facility it's no big deal uh everything's fine um it it seemed really long for them to to leave that place for how important it seemed yeah yeah i don't know yeah the oh i did write that the breakout scene i really liked the music that played while they were breaking out oh yeah it was real Mm -hmm. strong stuff again the score i was genuinely surprised that the Grey's anatomy guy helped them escape though, Mm. even though he literally opened the door outside and was like you should go this way and it was like they were already going that way so that yep. was pretty unhelpful but whatever and and then yeah i guess they, they drive to another car and then switch cars yeah yeah that's how you do that
0: yeah man have you ever escaped from a from military prison before Jeez.
1: Oh, i mean i feel like i would probably have gone into the car that wasn't that didn't just leave the military facility because that's what they did they arrived In the car that left the military facility, got out of it, went to the other car, said goodbye to everybody, and then walked past them back into the car that they came in.
2: So, (laughs) I mean, you know, it's just about black SUVs. It's fine. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Black SUVs. Totally legit.
0: So um then they go in the wrong direction yeah.
1: because because Mulder knows something. He's like I'm going to go get the He also says really vague things yeah. to Scully constantly and I'm like why are you
0: Yeah, there okay, I sorry sorry to jump back, but he does say I'm not going to testify and we never figure out why that is. Cuz if Mulder actually secretly has persuasion powers, then why wouldn't he just testify? and stop himself from you know what I mean like that seems odd
2: yeah but what would that have actually accomplished if you think about what he knew
0: it's not necessarily what it would have accomplished it's that he, they make a really big deal about it you know what I mean like like if he said he was like a testify and there was no reason for it then they could have just not been in the episode you know what I mean like that just seems odd
1: also him him knowing and not saying anything is really frustrating <laughs> <laughs> yeah just it would have been i don't know i i nothing happened nothing really happened in in this season finale yeah yep (laughs) except for the courtroom drama which was bullshit (laughs) yeah um then they go to that other place the ruins and they go meet some guy who's smoking out of his chest yeah who was that
0: guy i vaguely remember him from the first season Oh, shit. I think his thing was that he was a smoker. Like, that was his thing. (laughs) Uh,
2: Yeah, he literally his character until like many seasons in is just known as Cigarette Smoking Man. Amazing. (laughs) So that was Cigarette Smoking Man.
1: And okay
2: <laughs> and also as as like a medical aside that is not how trakes work um <laughs> yeah. he would not be able to speak clearly like he everything was totally fine um yeah. in in all reality yeah no that was infuriating now to watch
0: you know uh there, like basically he says i protect you all these years just to save fuck you right now you know what i mean like that's basically what he said he didn't seem to have like much of a reason for anything that he did from this episode from what i could gather i don't know what he did but it just it it, his it seems super muddled
2: um yes because i again feel like this season finale just wasn't great (laughs) and um there were problems and there are many plot holes that yeah it's it's problems because like they they like killed off that character a few times and so then every time it's like oh well but he was like one of the big bad guys and they like tried to bring him back then it's always just like a little bit to a lot of a stretch when they bring him back Mm -hmm. because really like that probably was an adequate arc when they have when they previously thought they killed him off Mm -hmm. and uh but then they're like well now the show is ending we gotta bring him back to show the things at the end of the show but
1: he didn't do anything he (laughs) said like
2: do you want to know the
1: secret and and then Mulder's like you don't want to know and she's like i do want to know tells the secret it's like oh okay so the whole thing about 2012 having an apocalypse in it it's, it's a well-known theory or it was a well-known theory f- for a long time so it's, yeah. it's true yeah that's not the, that's not a that's not a big reveal or anything
0: no no it, it, i would have been disappointed if i was an x-files fan right about there i i like there's definitely a part of me that was like well there's a movie and other shows do we figure out what the secret is or is that actually the secret
1: the secret is that they the calendar was wrong and it's 2020 tw- 2020 was the day yeah 2020 <laughs> was I mean, the that, year that
2: <laughs> at, at this point in time that would be a way better reveal um <laughs>
0: There is a moment uh, I want to say it was before they talk to the to smoking dude mm-hmm. and Adam Baldwin comes up and he's all like blah and then they shoot him with with presumably this special metal bullet And the thing is they actually showed this in the clip show earlier of like how they die when they get hit by this metal thing. But I have no idea what it is. They like fly into the wall or some shit.
2: Yeah. No. So it actually, the bullet had nothing to do with it. That's what the, that's what smoking man was talking about when he was like, the rock. Yeah, exactly. The rocks in the place, this place is sacred because they knew about magnetite. You know, they knew about the rocks having special properties and basically it wasn't anything to do with the, him being shot as much as his proximity to the special rocks and then Mm -hmm. then he'd die okay that was great by the way
1: i like how he like was launched into the wall afterwards (laughs) like not only did he turn to whatever liquidy metallic form he was launched towards them as well
0: yeah that was
1: great so okay i'm i didn't clue into this when we were watching it but is that the reason
2: why they explode the place so much that's probably part of it also they knew that that's where Mulder and scully went and where the smoking man was and they were trying to kill him again right
0: <laughs> again <laughs> okay i just have to say that was my favorite moment of both episodes i laughed and i laughed and i laughed <laughs> it was such a crazy <laughs> thing that it was so out of left field i was like what the fuck <laughs>
1: Yeah. And the thing is, they they were bad at their job too because Mulder and Scully already left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They didn't even check their work, you know. <laughs> it was so there was so much overkill. <laughs> Every time I thought that they were finished, it just kept going.
2: Right, and yet they didn't do anything about these truck, these SUVs that are driving away in presumably the one road.
1: Yeah. And then and then it's the scene in the frickin' motel
2: room. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. How did you feel about that, Melanie?
1: So when we reached this point, I was confused. Mm. I was wondering when stuff was going to happen. And then it, it it hit me because I looked at the time and I was like, oh, this must be like the ending scene. Nothing's happened. And now he's saying words and it's a stupid-ass monologue, <laughs> basically tells her, I didn't want to tell you because I didn't want it to break you, making that decision for her, which pissed me off even more. And then they cuddle. He says, maybe there is hope, which at that point I laughed. And then the, mu- the, the very slow theme music is added to whatever score was already being played. And I was like oh like i'm i didn't watch the x-files but i imagine that this probably pissed people off because i just watched two episodes and i am pissed off what was that
0: you know it's funny when you guys said that last scene though i had somehow from the from the moment of finishing the episode got over here completely forgotten there was a scene after the explosion because i was like oh right there was a thing that happened nothing happened that see my mine completely just wiped it so that's why it's explained it to me because i don't remember it
2: oh. so
1: i thought i see I, I i said that in a way where i was like mike definitely knows what i'm talking about yeah and clearly you did not no i love that
2: <laughs> so um yeah one of the i mean one of the big things in the x-files is that they were so Mulder and Scully were just partners for a long time, like as like platonic partners where they worked with each other and they like didn't always actually really like each other and like learned to trust each other. And Scully was like a hard skeptic through so many things, even though like if you objectively look at it and like no person would actually be able to be a skeptic through all of these things that have happened. Mm hmm. Or is, like, the convenient, like, oh, she just, like, didn't see the thing and Mulder saw the actual answer and then Scully's like, well, I didn't see it, so it's not real. Mm. And then, like, a whole lot of seasons of Will They, Won't They? You know, and, like, even in that first movie, they almost kiss and that was, like, the first time that, like, oh, we're getting close to it. Like, it takes a million years before they actually kiss and then they don't really get together and even though, like, maybe they have this baby together... Um, but not really in like the traditional sense. So, like this this I think was trying like them trying to like placate the fans who are like, Oh good, they finally get to just be together. Okay. Oh. That was what that was supposed to be, is the like, oh now they finally are together and have each other even if the world is ending. Right. But they're being hunted by everyone. Yeah, but they finally have each other, even though everything is terrible, they now are in a bed together okay which is what the fans wanted okay
0: yeah. i i just wanted to have a random anecdote that i read uh about lost which we might cover oh, yes. at some point during this show. But or I, I was reading an, an article and someone said that before Lost, shows couldn't just end when they wanted to. Mm. Like, it wasn't until Lost actually negotiated into their contract that they wanted to end the show on their own terms that they were able to actually get an, uh, a finale they were happy with. And I'm almost certain that that's what happened with the X-Files, where they, like just were like oh they killed like they they felt like they kept on going to an ending but then they just kept going and they kept on like having to come up with stuff because they weren't allowed to end the show on what they wanted to mm-hmm. i mean that's my theory at least i don't know if you how you feel about that danielle
2: i i mean i would agree and i feel like a lot of fans would probably agree especially when especially because it probably would have been great if they were able to tie the series up when Mulder wanted to to leave, like when David Duchovny wanted to leave the show, right, 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 right. Yeah. because they basically just kind of like almost like rebooted it slightly in the last two seasons. Because Mulder gets like abducted and then he's gone for a while, and then they're like looking for him, and then that's when you get Doggett and Reyes. Who basically end up being like the anti um, Mulder and Scully because Doggett is now the skeptic and then Reyes is the one who believes and then they're kind of working with Scully but then she's pregnant and it's like a whole it's just kind of a mess and then like they do get some of those episodes that are back to like kind of almost feeling classic x Filesy, except for how Mulder and Scully aren't there so it just is still not right because like they just they they lost the thing that made it special.
1: Yeah well they should have just ended it and then made like a spinoff or something. I feel like
2: that maybe would have been better. All of their spinoffs failed. Oh, okay. Oh, is there
0: more spinoffs than the one we mentioned?
2: Well, so I don't know that Millennium technically counts as a spinoff or it like kind of lives in the same universe and has some of the same people involved. And I know that like people have showed up on that show and then there was an episode where um, the main guy from Millennium shows up in the X-Files and then, obviously, they tried to do that Lone Gunman spinoff.
1: I wanted to bring up one more point because I just realized that there was a baby in the show. Yes. And, first of all, the baby didn't make very good choices. It just kind of laid there. But that aside, how many babies were there? Because what did she get pregnant once or twice? because she was inseminated and then there was a
2: Mulder's child? Is that what it was? (sighs) Again, this is really complicated and convoluted. Oh Um, god, I'm sorry. (laughs) When she was abducted, they did experiments and whatever and basically they harvested a bunch of stuff. She wasn't really pregnant but that's when um, the actress was pregnant. So there's like a scene where like it looks like she's pregnant and then it's because experimenting and then she finds out after she was abducted that she now is barren and then she gets cancer that other people who've said that they've been abducted had this cancer and then she gets cured by like a microchip thing and then she finds out that she's pregnant right around when Mulder disappears slash gets abducted that's the miracle child right and that's the miracle child because she didn't think that she could have kids and then apparently it's Mulder's kid and I say apparently because then they kind of retcon it in the future oh okay and it gets messy
1: also I question why they allowed the child to like to give the child away when they mentioned that he has like powers
2: isn't that a little irresponsible don't you think so the okay so spender the the burn guy who's the son of smoking man and technically Mulder's half-brother whoa 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 whoa! what <laughs> oh yeah you didn't catch that part okay um burn guy um that they th- think dies at some point and the Um, He ends up injecting William the baby with something so that it like cures him of his powers, even though does it really. So like basically they feel like he's going to be safe, but they don't feel like he could be safe with them because they're too high profile. Still seems
1: irresponsible, but okay. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Cool. Thank you. That clears up some stuff because I was concerned about the baby. And uh, now now I'm I am satisfied. Thank you.
2: So I truly love this show in spite of knowing that there are huge chunks of it that are just big messes weirdly when i was growing up i um i wasn't allowed to watch it i would like kind of sneak watching it um and then i just outwardly watched it and i like remember we watched the finale together i do not remember how i felt about the finale when i watched it the first time but i don't feel like i felt good about it um (laughs) Watching it again, it's definitely, like, there's seasons and episodes that I've watched, like, very repeatedly and eight and nine are not those seasons (laughs) (laughs) i like don't i don't know how many times i've seen the finale it's not many um and it i laughed very hard um i definitely had those moments of like oh right yeah this is that much of a clip show and oh right they added all of these dumb things to what the arc was that made sense to me because they really tried to tie it into a bow and the thing that i really love about the show though cuz it did it did break some things like it it you know um like the whole scully character that i didn't really latch onto as much knowingly as as like a child it was great that she got to be like a strong person who was Um, Like it's almost like they switched the like gender dynamics. So like Scully was like the rational one who was smart and like founded by science and wasn't swayed by her emotions. And then Mulder was the one who was like conspiracy theories and like more emotional and like just, you know, really out there with his stuff. And like he ended up needing saving more like a bunch of times. And like Scully sometimes would actually save Mulder. And just the fact that she was just like a legitimately at certain points, like a strong, smart female character Mm -hmm. that just wasn't really a thing or i guess like was a thing when you look at you know buffy and whatever but this was before that um that just like it was nice to have these like strong women characters who weren't defined by, like, really stupid stereotypical things. Yeah. And straight up have a tattoo of Scully and my other, like, a few other, like, badass ladies of sci-fi. Mm. So I also have Ellen Ripley and uh, Leia from... Um, not Slave Leia. Uh, like, when, you know, when she was more badass in mm-hmm. um, in Empire. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's just... I don't know why. This show just was awesome. Looking back on it, Scully's character definitely is pretty awesome in a lot of it. Um, but I I like obviously had a huge crush on Duchovny when I was a child because we all did. And then, you know, look who's hotter now. It's definitely Gillian Anderson who aged amazingly, other than like obviously with all fine. the makeup in The Crown. Fine. Fine. <laughs> 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 like- <laughs> I was going to say, long-winded story aside, um, this show is great. This episode was not. Fantastic.
0: Yeah, I guess we should give it. So we're going to give just This episode, or I guess in this case, these two episodes, a rating out of ten. Melanie, do you want to go first?
1: Sure. I'm going to give it like five Alec Baldwin's in a military suit out of (laughs) ten. I enjoyed it. After hearing that X Files is not a courtroom drama, I kind of lowered my my (laughs) my pointage a little bit. Um, Yeah, it was an interesting watch i'll say that
0: yeah
2: um what 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 about what about you so i obviously enjoyed this experience and getting to laugh at this show with watching melanie laugh at the show (laughs) um i would probably though give it uh, see now like the nostalgia is getting me um (laughs) i'm gonna say three and a half x's taped on Mulder's window out of ten nice
0: (laughs) nice um, I, I feel like I'm gonna say something pretty controversial here, but I, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought it was I thought it was so much fun, campy, like almost B movie esque. Yeah, uh, mix of courtroom drama, like absurd action, just all around weird. I don't know. I I think I'd have to give it. Uh, I'll have to give it seven young Margaret Thatchers out of ten. <laughs>
2: oh <laughs> <And> topical <laughs>
1: okay but seriously that being said that i only, i'm giving this episode five out of ten but i would 100 percent watch this show Yay. because just the part where they're talking about everything else that happens within like the seasons all that shit was super interesting and i want to know what's happening you know I, I would 100% watch this show.
0: Yeah, for me personally, I would like like a Danielle curated list maybe of some really great episodes. I would probably like <laughs> dabble in it a little bit. I, I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily interested in the arcs, but I recognize that the show can put on Some entertaining stuff wow yeah
1: yeah honestly your your review is super controversial love the episode wouldn't watch
2: their show
0: (laughs) (laughs) well i mean that's basically based on what daniel's saying about it being uneven and also the fact that we kind of know all the weird twists and stuff in the regular so i'd rather because i know that it was more of a procedural show at first right like each episode was focusing on something different like i'd rather watch some of the key like procedural-esque episodes i've also heard that it has a fantastic FMV adventure game, which is not uh, available anymore, but you can get like you can get run it in an emulator and I would love to play that. I would love to play that through.
2: Nice. I mean, that sounds pretty fun. I have a very terrible board game oh. that was put out that is flawed and confusing. <laughs> Um, like the show i you know i i do hope that at some point in the near future when these vaccines happen we can play this terrible board game um Mm. and talk about it thank you dolly parton
1: um (laughs) great can i just say uh danielle it was really great having you on the show your knowledge for general tv is profound
0: it is very impressive, actually. Yeah, when we were talking offline earlier, it was pretty impressive. Yeah,
2: it's fantastic. Yeah, it's not it's not helpful in real life.
0: Um, <laughs> I I beg to differ.
2: <laughs> also, one real quick plug: there is an episode that you should watch because the great and late Alex Trebek is in it, even though for just a brief moment. And it is probably one of the episodes that is on like everyone's top list of X Files mm-hmm. episodes.
0: Amazing. All right. Thanks, Danielle.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: Thank you so much, cousin. (laughs) My biggest fan.
2: I mean, I have listened to all the episodes that are out already. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Yay, listeners. Our
1: one listener.
2: Dessert Before Breakfast is
1: hosted by Mike Dorval and Melanie Germain. Editing by me, Callan Dorval. Music by The Brass Action. You can leave us a voice message at the link in the description or email us at dessertbeforebreakfast at gmail.com.